Rise Up theme song, take 14. Answering the difficult and critical questions youth may face that relate to Mormon culture and teachings, this is the Rise Up Podcast, produced by Fair Mormon. In this episode of the Rise Up Podcast, Blake sits down with some young adults who are called as digital missionaries in their stake to share articles and testimony on a blog called smallandsimpletruths.com. Okay, well, welcome today to this episode of the Rise Up Podcast. Today, I am happily joined with some unique um, stake missionaries, and they are contributors to a website called smallandsimpletruths.com. Let me just read a little bit about what the point of this website is. Um, And this comes from their biography that's on the website there. It says, We are a small group of Mormons or members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints who set up small and simple truths as a way to share our beliefs with others. We started Small and Simple Truths in May 2014 as we looked around at the content on our social media, like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, we felt there was an opportunity to share things that were more inspiring and uplifting. So we decided to begin to share our beliefs and experiences online with the hope that in some small way, it would help to strengthen others' faith in Jesus Christ. So I'm joined with Lincoln uh, Caitlin and Whitney, thanks for joining me today, guys. Yeah, of course. Yeah, thanks for having us. Um, so, you guys, tell me about what what exactly is your calling? What's what's it? What's the title? Well, we were called and set apart as ward missionaries, okay. and to serve a digital mission. A digital mission, isn't that? Were you, were you kind of surprised when you got that call? Yeah, it was something completely new and. None of us really knew exactly what we were doing. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. I bet. Um, Lincoln, what, what was kind of going through your mind when you, when you got that call? Um, I, was, I was honestly a little nervous at first, um, being asked to share my beliefs about the gospel um, as a digital missionary in, in ways that I'd never done before, that being on social media and using my um, you know, profiles on Twitter and Facebook to share the gospel. So at first I was a little nervous about that because it's something I'd never done before. So I knew it was going to be a little tricky at first. Okay, yeah. Yeah, now you're all in high school, juniors in high school, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. sir. Okay, okay, so teenagers. So, uh, Caitlin, tell me, how do, how does this work? I mean, as a teenager, you're sharing the gospel, you're not called on a mission. Um, what are some of your thoughts about um, sharing the gospel in this way? Um, I agree with Lincoln. At first, it was a little nerve-wracking, you know, to yeah. be using, like, our personal Twitter and Facebook and everything and and to be sharing the gospel with everyone, not just um, members or our peers in our ward or in seminary. It's um, very open to all of our friends. Um, and But I think it was something that we were all very excited to do because it's a huge opportunity and a great— um, almost excuse to um, share the gospel and a great reason and motivation to 
um, use the tools that the Lord has given us to really further his work. That's awesome. That's awesome. I like how you said uh, a reason, you know, to do it because we all have these tools available. Yeah. But we don't, you know, sharing the gospel isn't always the number one thing we think of. Sure. Um, so um, would you call smallandsimpletruths.com, would you say it's a website or a blog or what would you call it? What do you think? More of a blog. Okay. I think um, because we share our posts um, and uh, most of it's writing from us and uh, it's more of in a blog format. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so Whitney, tell me like how, how does, how does the whole process work? So you have the website and like what's, and, and this is for any of you guys, what's the point of what you're writing and what are you hoping to get across and how do you come up with what you're going to say and those kinds of things or the topics that you're covering? Okay. So the topics, so none of us are assigned topics. We all are able to go and choose and write about whatever we're inspired to write about or encouraged to pray about it and to study about it. And a lot of times it's, um, we write about questions that we have and then we like are able to look into it more, study more out about it or something that we love or questions that other people have asked us. And then the writing process, so we start by writing our first draft and then we have it edited by our parents just to get out any errors or to phrase things differently. Mm-hmm. And then the next step is to have it reviewed by um, one of our peers who's less active or a non-member. Okay. And just to get their opinion on it. And so that way we have the personal connection, the personal missionary experience, and not just like sharing it like on Facebook, but you have mm-hmm. that personal like in person, just, hey, will you read over my blog or just like, and then we get their feedback and then we send it in and it's published on the blog. Awesome. So I like that, that you have somebody who's not necessarily in the faith all the time. Um, does that help kind of weed out kind of buzzwords and stuff that mm-hmm. we usually use? Yeah, definitely. Yes. <laughs> I think it helps. Um, yeah, definitely like the words that you said. Um some phrases that some people aren't familiar with and um, kind of gives you a different view on um, how you're saying things and and um, kind of makes you think before you're writing and as you're writing who this is really going out to. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's not just to strengthen the members of our church, but also to inform and, and um, hope that others can feel the Spirit as well when they read our writing. Yeah. Yeah. So have you had any, like, give me an example of when you've had one of your friends or peers look at it that, and for any of you that you're kind of like, oh, I didn't even think that that would be a problem. Or, you know, where they said, maybe you should change this. Has anything like that happened? Um, I think that we've had, um, all of us have had great success stories in that way of using that as a big missionary experience. Um, I personally wrote a blog on faith in Mm -hmm. the Lord and um and sent it to one of my less active friends and um he came back with sometimes we get like grammar errors or sometimes mm-hmm. you know we uh get wording and phrases that you know they think should be different and um he gave me a few of those and then he um he told me he thought um my faith was so strong and wondered why he lost lost faith so easily oh really and i thought that was so cool. That is cool. That he um, could read my writing and my testimony about faith and um, fill that and um, 
and to think of that and re- relate it personally to his life. And that was a huge experience for me um, to realize that this really is affecting people. Yeah. And this is, you know, something that um, our our friends are reading and, and paying attention to and actually applying to themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Any others? Lincoln, did you have one? Yeah. Um, just with sharing these with our, our less active or non-member friends, I think it distances us from making these almost a sacrament talk. I think in the beginning mm-hmm. when all of us were writing mm-hmm. these, um, we set, we'd send them into our leaders and they'd say, you know, this is great and what you're saying is is awesome, but it mm-hmm. feels like you're giving a talk in sacrament. So yeah. almost... <laughs> and those aren't effective. Yeah. <laughs> in Michigan. Yeah. And I don't know. It just, it helps us sort of, it realize, helps us realize the audience that, that we're writing to, not necessarily everyone that read this is a member of, reads our yeah. post as a member of the church. And so it helps us write in a way to, um, you know, try to inform people about our beliefs and what we practice and what we have faith in, but then also to, you know, sort of share from the experiences we have to to make it more interesting to read and not necessarily just just us, I don't know, yeah. giving a sacrament talk. Yeah, just doctrine. Yeah, don't and don't don't you think that's interesting? Because we can get kind of bogged down in habit. And yeah. <laughs> so this kind of forces you to not do those same kind of habits. Exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's really interesting. So tell me, um, what does this do? What have you First of all, how long have you served in this calling? I know that it says that it's just been since May 2014. Um, has it been since then that you've that you've been in this calling? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how many total youth are involved, would you say, I over think, under? I think we're up to 16 youth now okay. serving mm-hmm. from our stake. And and it's it's a whole stake, yes. right? Mm-hmm. It's a stake. And so so tell me as you as you've done this and as you've started doing it, how has this helped? your belief and um, your testimony, because I'm assuming that you, like Caitlin, like you said, you, you were writing about faith, mm-hmm. not necessarily that you were questioning your faith, but these topics that you're kind of pushing yourself to learn more. What do you guys think? How have the um, writing these articles helped you in your faith and learning answers to hard questions? Well, for me, it's been it was really challenging at first because it's just you're putting the things that are dearest to your heart into words. Mm-hmm. And that can be hard because you're yeah. like, well, just like, like I know what I want to say, but I don't know how I can say it mm-hmm. and how I can say it effectively. Mm-hmm. And so it makes you think and it makes you have to study and just like write it and rewrite it. And just so you can, you have to translate those feelings into words. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I think um, the way I started off choosing my topics is I chose the things I felt were strongest pieces of my testimony. Mm-hmm. And um, and I agree. I, I knew so strongly um, about these topics and these um, these ideas and doctrines, and, and I felt so strongly about them, but it was just how to convey them and mm-hmm. to not only explain them, but, you know, try to relate to other people and, and um, to get our point across and... I find it a huge blessing to be able to look back now and see. I don't think a ton of people get the opportunity to literally write down their testimony Mm -hmm. um, divided by topics um, and to really realize how much we do believe and how much this gospel brings us so much joy. And I just find it a huge blessing that I have been able to, to really search 
how I feel and to be able to put it in words and look back anytime that I have any doubts yeah. or any questions or even um, need help with myself or my friends, I can see my testimony written mm-hmm. down in words right there. Okay, awesome. Awesome. For me, it's really, I think it's helped me come out of my shell just in general when it comes yeah. to sharing the gospel. Um, I was really nervous at first to even, you know, have a have a blog linked Mm-hmm. that I had to post on on Twitter I was nervous I'm like my, my friends are gonna think I'm weird that, that aren't are of the same yeah. faith but, yeah. uh, now months later it's it's changed me completely um, I feel more confident sharing the gospel not not only when it comes to small and simple truths but just in general trying to share goodness um, actually have my background picture on Twitter is the Laie Hawaii temple and cool. I feel I feel confident now being able yeah. to share the gospel and um, sharing what I believe on social media. It's just, I think it's just helped, helped me um, realize that I don't need to be afraid to share what I believe. Yeah. How how excited were you when you heard what Elder Bednar said about hashtag share goodness? Were you guys just jazzed? Oh, I was so excited. Mm-hmm. I was there. I got Where were you? I got mm-hmm. to be at that devotional, and it was, just, it was just excitement. And I think everyone there was excited. Yeah. But then just like it was just a few months after we had started this, and just like it was like this is just going to get bigger and yeah. I was excited. Yeah, when he said that what we've done is just a trickle and there's going to be a huge flooding and um it was it's really been interesting to see and we have all this um media and all these opportunities. Um so Lincoln, you said something kind of interesting because I think a lot of youth and that's what this podcast is primarily for, youth who are looking for answers and looking for questions this isn't the hippest thing to do to share gospel stuff, <laughs> no. you know, and maybe, maybe it is um, in some places, but for whatever reason, there's, there's kind of a stigma or something. So you kind of, you kind of explained it, but is it just getting in the habit of sharing it that kind of takes down that stigma? You think? I think it has. And I think it's our, our experiences have only grown as, as we share more and more. Um, now we've seen we've seen our blog, the map of it is mm-hmm. is literally reaching people in different countries and that's mm-hmm. that's sort of been a motivation. I I didn't when we started this I didn't realize how big this was going to be and yeah. have such a big impact and I think now just um just being able to share it more often and having the opportunity to um has only helped us and it strengthened our testimonies and we're striving to, you know, get what we believe out there and I, I think it's been a big help for those who have been able to read um, our post, but not not only that, but us as missionaries. Um, it strengthened our testimony, and it's it's helped us realize that sharing the gospel is is what we are called to do. Even though we even us as, in general as members of the church aren't aren't all missionaries, it's something that we can do and that um, that we should be doing, and it, it's a great work. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I think also just um, answering that question as well. Um, start off by forwarding on one of our blogs, you know, mm-hmm. like you can, you can start by just saying, um, I believe what they said and then yeah. slowly shape it into your own words as you gain confidence in there, in, in that topic, in that region, just start saying, now this is what I believe. This is what I say. And I think also something that we've learned to do is, um, share through a variety of ways, through pictures, through captions, through little quotes from our blog, through a big blog. You know, sometimes people will see um, what we wrote. They're not long, but sometimes people won't just jump in mm-hmm. that and say, I'm just going to dedicate all my time to 
you know, read this that I don't know about. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes you just have to share simply. Yeah. And um, so that's um, something that I would just say a tip on sharing if you're not fully confident with that yet. Um, put out a picture that just talks about how happy you are because you um, just read a great scripture or, you know, something just simple that can um, get your message across and, um, and share goodness. Great. Whitney, let me, let me have you um, give kind of the last word. Uh, you guys have shared some great stuff, um, but what it, what advice, Whitney, would you give to youth who maybe are questioning their faith or um, don't know what to do? What what advice would you give them in um, trying to find answers to gospel questions? Um, one thing I would say is don't be afraid to ask questions. Like, there's nothing wrong with having questions or doubts, and just don't be afraid to ask. Um, one thing that I love that Al Fox always says is she says, ask God, not Google. Yeah. <laughs> and just yeah. Um, pray, pray to Heavenly Father, search the scriptures and ask those who trust, ask your parents, talk to your bishop, talk to your seminary teacher, just even yeah. talk to your friends. Just don't be afraid to ask questions. Okay. Well, I really appreciate you guys coming by and um, talking with us and sharing some of your testimonies. Encourage everybody to um, who's listening to this podcast to go to small and simple truths and, uh, .com and and find anything. Go go ahead and search through all the topics and read from these great people, these great youth in our church, and um, comment and ask them questions. This is a great opportunity for for you guys to learn, and I really appreciate you guys coming by. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks, Thanks for the opportunity. Thank you for listening to this episode of Rise Up. This has been a production of Fair Mormon. This and other podcasts are available at fairmormon.org. The opinions expressed in this podcast are not necessarily the views of Fair Mormon or the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Please subscribe to our show in iTunes under the name Mormon Faircast. Questions or comments can be posted at blog.fairmormon.org. Dot org in conjunction with this episode. Tune in each week for another episode of Rise Up. Thank you for listening.